I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 109 here on a Saturday. Tech Talk underway. Doug Swinhart in studio. If you're having a problem with your computer, uh, hardware, software, etc., feel free to call the program. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. We already have a text or two there. Doug, how you doing? Absolutely wonderful. Stevie, you got the the big news on uh, Facebook and um, Apple this week, didn't you? I, I saw a story on Apple. What's going on there? Apple filed a lawsuit against Qualcomm, an antitrust lawsuit. And back on the 16th, the judge wanted more paperwork from Apple and is billing them, are you ready for this? Finding them $25,000 a day until they produce the documents. Now, of course, Apple's legal firm says, well, you know, we've given them hundreds of thousands of documents and we're working as fast as we can. And But then you got to scratch your head. And I love this other little quirk that I read in this article. Last year, Apple made $25,000 every 16 seconds. I think... Just to keep things in proportion, you should, you know, keep that all together. So, in other words, they could pay that twenty five grand a day for a long time and well, be okay. Sixteen seconds a day, right? Yeah. Um, there was another story I saw regarding Apple, and that was uh, Apple's iPhone slowdown. Oh yes. Um, there was a suit filed. Class action. Yep. Um, and th- this gets back into the old talk about. Over the years, and, and it's better now than it was. Once upon a time, you bought a new computer. A year later, it was obsolete. You had to get something new. Or two years later, now the equipment lasts a whole lot longer. I, I'm not sure which version of the iPhone I have, but I'll tell you, it's not the latest and greatest. I think it's a 6. I, I don't know. I'd have to look. But the point being is, these people using the older iPhones are noticing that these phones are slowing down. Now, Apple says it's to preserve battery and there's other issues going on, mm-hmm. but it gets to the point where there's old equipment, you can't update the operating system. And that's true with all equipment, not just Apple. Getting there. So, what's going on here? Well, the what I've read about this is if you change the battery, that goes away. But who wants to spend 1000 to $1,200 on a phone and then have to buy a new battery? So, I, I, I'm really torn about this. What 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 comes to my mind is, you know, when Mr. Jobs passed, one of the things that I was concerned about was that Apple would start releasing equipment maybe too early. And I don't know if that was the case here or not. I, I, but this is this is not normal for the Apple Corporation to be going through these things a month or two months after a new product is out. At the same time, smartphones... It, Stop and consider if you and I were going to build a new smartphone, what would we do that could be innovative? What could we possibly come up with that would – I? the innovation is – it's almost there. I We're there. Yeah, they've upgraded the cameras. They, they've added some bells and whistles. 
Uh, they've made them uh, water-resistant. I don't think they're 100% waterproof. That's next. But the, the point being is, is it comes around that. You know, this is a more mature technology. Now, this particular suit against Apple says a software tweak that slows some older iPhones to counteract problems found in aging batteries is a fraud designed to spur upgrades to the latest model. Apple didn't comment, but after years of complaints from consumers that their iPhone seems slower once a new model is released. Now, on Wednesday, Apple disclosed it was indeed slowing the performance of some older iPhones under particular circumstances. And the article goes on and on, and that's from CNET.com. That's C, uh, the letter C, net.com, if you want to read more about it. But the bottom line is people have suspected this for a long time, and now some folks are taking action. This is a huge admission on, on Apple's part. Uh, you, you know, you and I have discussed planned obsolescence and how solid-state circuitry really, from a theoretical standpoint, should last forever and how much control can a, can software take over hardware? Well, we're finding out it can take over a lot of control. Well, and the, and the funny thing about that is if people are saying, well, planned obsolescence, that doesn't seem fair. But it's true in just about every consumer product you buy. Oh, no, no question. In theory, they could build a toaster that would last your entire life. For example, I'm sure there is a way to engineer a toaster that would last 50 years or longer, 60 years, 100 years. No question that we... The technology in the toaster hasn't changed since I was a little kid born in 1964. The toaster is still the toaster. There is no doubt in my mind that we have the technology and the knowledge to do this. Not just toasters, cars, dishwashers, microwaves, and everything. Smartphones. Yep. And where where the problem comes in, I believe, and I'm not an expert on this, but I think that because of competitive pricing, to drive these prices down, we have to make absolutely certain that next year we are getting repeat business from someplace. And I think that that's what's actually driving this. But if you look at it from a world standpoint, when we're creating mountains and mountains and mountains of garbage, really, what are we saving? We'd be better off to spend a quarter million dollars on a car that I could have the rest of my life pass down to the next generation and pass that down to the next generation yeah. thereafter. So I, I, I'm not certain as a, as a global civilization that we're really doing ourselves any favors in the future. That's just my opinion. All right, quick uh, break coming up. We should throw out the phone numbers, though. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807 here at CCO. Your calls and texts are a big part of the program. Let's start on the text line right now. Um, downloaded a driver to a computer uh, with an, uh, for an HP printer scanner fax, prints but will not scan to the computer, what could be going on? That's really bizarre. Depending upon your operating system, you're going to want to make sure that you completely remove the printer, completely remove all of the software, and then do a factory reset on this printer and start fresh. If it's an HP printer, go get the file from HP. If it's an Epson or whatever, go directly to the manufacturer's website and get fresh software. 
If you've got communication with one, you should certainly have communication with the other. Make sure that the hardware is good. If you can run a copy through it, you should be able to get the scan as well. Um, and, and Doug, to completely uninstall a printer, you probably want to use something like Revo. Yeah, if you're using Windows 8, Windows 7, Revo is absolutely top shelf, and even 10. Uh, generally speaking, if you've got CCleaner on your machine and you do the uninstall with CCleaner, that also is going to do a real good job. But if you've got the professional version of Revo, by all means, use that. Make absolutely certain. After your uninstall, you restart. Absolutely make sure you, you do that. Even though it might not require or request it on the screen, it's a good idea when you're configuring hardware to just do a quick restart and let everything settle down. All right, let's spell out Revo and C Cleaner so people can find those. R-E-V-O, uninstaller, and C Cleaner, just like it sounds, C-C-double-C-L-E-A-N-E-R. And by the way, Stevie, those both of those are from a company called Pureform. They're both made by the same company. And they're legitimate, great great program. You know, even the free versions of both these are really, really good, but I always encourage people, you know, the free versions are going to work, but I really would like to reward this company for the past three decades of creating free software. And many people are taking this approach. Over the last several years, Piriform has commented on several times that people who could have had the free stuff, they're buying the professional, which will give you some extra advantages as well. But yeah, they'll run forever on the free version. Great, 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 great software. CCleaner and Revo Uninstaller. All right, quick break. We've got more on the way. Doug Swinhart's in studio. It's Tech Talk on this Saturday, the 23rd of December. Here are the numbers again, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Here on CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 123 here on a Saturday, the 23rd of December. Merry Christmas to you and yours from all of us here at CCO. Tech Talk continues. Doug Swinhart in studio. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we'll be going to the text line very shortly, but uh, we're going to go to the phone lines first and take care of business there. By the way, if you want to call and talk to Doug, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Let's go to Claudia in St. Cloud. Claudia, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Uh, Merry Christmas, and thank you for taking my call. Well, same to you, and thank you. Um, I have a Lenovo laptop okay. with Windows 7 and Libre. Um, I have copied um, pictures from a thumb drive on it, and sometimes they don't—they won't open um, either. With a, I don't know what ODT means. Um, well, your your pictures really shouldn't require Libre Office. Libre is um, is is your word processor, um, spreadsheet, like Access and PowerPoint, point and that kind of thing. Your pictures should be opening up with a viewer of some type. Uh, if you have changed the default program for which you're using, uh, your Windows viewer should be opening those up. Um, give me a call later today or possibly next week after Christmas during the day, and I'll connect up to you remotely, and we will reset the default 
that you're using to open up your pictures, whether they're JPEGs or or whatever they are, probably coming from a camera. But yeah, the LeBray shouldn't be opening those. You you want to be opening those with what you might want to try in the meantime, right click on a file in your folder, in your pictures folder, and slide over to the window that pops open, slide down and left click open with, and select a different program to open it. And once you figure out what program is on your computer to use to open it, you can right click on another file and then put a little check mark in, always use this program. That'll reset the default as well. And Claudia, Happy holidays, and thank you for the call. I hope that helps. Yeah, and uh, one of the programs I use all the time at my other job in the printing world, I use Adobe Acrobat all the time. I mean, uh, Adobe has a lot of great products. You bet. To be able to open photos and manage those photos. You bet. Uh, You can crop, do all sorts of edit features. So that's really another good tool that's readily available. Yeah, and in Linux, there's OpenShot, and they come with several right out of the boat. Uh, Windows, it's a uh, it's uh, Microsoft Photo Viewer, yeah. and or um, Internet Explorer will open them. Uh, any browser, Firefox, Chrome, but Windows Viewer and Windows Seven is probably your best bet. Yeah, so there's a lot of options out there, and if you poke around a little bit on Google, you're, you're going to oh, find yeah, yeah, you're going to find something. But a uh, bag to Labray. Uh, spell that out for folks because this is really a great program. I love this Labray Office Suite. L I B R E. And you can download that and install it on your Windows machine, a Mac, Linux, whatever. And it's at LibreOffice.org, L-I-B-R-E-O-F-F-I-C-E dot O-R-G. Yeah, I think one of the best software packages of our time. I mean, it's really, and it's free, but here again, this is open source software. If you download this and you use it and you love it as much as I do, for goodness sake, send these people 20, 25, 30 bucks a year, whatever you feel it's worth. You are under no obligation to do that. But let's keep this project going forward. All right, let's go to the phones again. Joe in St. Paul, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hey, guys. Um, question on that iPhone slowdown. I guess I don't quite, I have a couple questions. I don't quite don't understand the relationship. Uh, you know, if they slow the internet down, then I'm going to be on that battery longer waiting for the internet to load and, and to get where I'm going on that. And uh, what if I've got the phone plugged in to uh, uh, external power source? Wouldn't that... Um, so I guess I just don't quite understand why... Well, the, but, yeah, I don't have a complete knowledge of this, but my understanding is one of the updates that Apple sent out to change the firmware... Is slowing is actually slowing down the, the the processor on the phone to preserve battery life. That that was my understanding. But it slows down the processor. It slows down your whole telephone. I don't think that has anything to do with your internet speed. But here again, my, my overall amount of knowledge in this is extremely limited. I'm getting as much knowledge on anybody else reading the news group. So we'll have to wait and see how this pans out. Yeah, from the CNET story, the lawsuit filed Thursday in the Northern District of Illinois, Eastern Division, represents five people who allege a company purposely updated the phone's operating system to dampen its performance as a way of, quote, fraudulently forcing iPhone owners to purchase the latest model from Apple. Now, of course, Apple's going to have a counter to all of that. And as we've talked about, and this is true with with any 
device that has a processor. Uh, ultimately, uh, things need to be updated. Software needs to be updated. And at some point in time, the onboard processor, the memory, the RAM, if you will, all of those sorts of things um, just become obsolete. That's kind of the way of the world. What they're saying is, is this is being done. It's and these phones are slowing down to market to market new product. Correct. Right. See, and, and Apple countered and said, "Well, that's we they, when they admitted it, this is huge." But they also came back and said, "Yes, we did that, but we did that to preserve battery life and to extend the over life." overall life of that particular product. So there there's gonna it's gonna be interesting to me to see just exact particular court battle plays out. That we don't always know what a manufacturer is changing in the firmware, also known as middleware. People are very much aware today, Steve, of what is hardware and what is software. But almost every piece that's digital in your house today has a little chip called a ROM chip. Read only memory. And that particular programming on that chip is done only at, exclusively at the manufacturer. I don't know how somebody in Illinois could have ever gotten in to check the code on that firmware. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm really, really curious to see how this is all going to play out in court. Yeah, it, it is a very complicated case. And uh, I, I'm sure Apple has the wherewithal to have a very well-funded legal team. They do have lawyers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. 130 here at CCO. It is 21 degrees. Fair skies. Winds out of the west at 11 miles an hour. We'll have the weather in a moment. More in tech talk. Here are the numbers. Some phone lines are open at 651-989-9226. Or you can text 81807. That's 81807. And we'll have a couple of tips for you running around out there doing that last-minute shopping today when it comes to technology gifts. We'll get into that with Doug coming up as well here on CCO. 136, Merry Christmas to you and yours from all of us here at CCO. And uh, based on what I've seen on the roadways, folks are out and about uh, doing some last-minute shopping. Oh, Doug. traffic was heavy coming in today. Yeah, people are out and about. And if you're out trying to pick up one of those electronic gifts, unless you know exactly what these people want, I would maybe go the gift card route. Uh, we've talked about this uh, during uh, the graduation season for those kids that are going off to college for the first time in computers. Unless you know exactly, uh, electronics are so personal these days. They are. Um, maybe get a gift card and uh, throw it in a card and say, hey, let's go shopping, something well, along those lines. To my knowledge, Stevie, most of these retailers are actually set up for that. As long as you get a gift receipt, they can go back in and exchange it. But like you, I, I think the common sense thing to do would be to do it right the first time or a gift card. If they're yeah. going in there, I, it's it's wonderful. I don't know if I mentioned this, but a, a gentleman brought over a, an HP Stream last week couple days ago and needed it set up in a hurry and I'm playing with this thing and it's got a 32 gigabyte eMMC drive that is attached to the motherboard so that hard drive can't be removed so and I'm looking at this and I'm just getting brand new computer and I'm Windows 10 four gigs of RAM and I call him up and I'm just getting ready to say you know that this might not be enough machine for you and I said by the way where'd you get this he says target I said what did you pay he says well it's like 180 dollars I said Never mind. You definitely got your money's worth. This baby lasts you a couple of years. You are way ahead of this game. I could not believe. 
14-inch computer, Windows 10, 4 gigs of RAM. Now, 32 gigs of disk space is limited. And I'm going to recommend that he get a Gmail account. Zach gives him 25 gigs up in the clouds, and that should do him. And for what he's going to do with this, banking, surf the net, play his YouTubes, whatever he's doing, it's a perfect computer, less than 200 bucks. Wow. Yeah, and there's a lot of that equipment there out is. there. And it, and it depends, and we, we've said this for years on the program, it depends on what you're going to use it for. Now, for someone going off to college, they probably need more computer than that. I think so. And in certain trades, you need more computer than that. But for a lot of folks that are online, as you pointed out, doing their banking, checking email, um, doing a few other things on the computer, maybe ordering stuff on Amazon or or Target.com, or whatever. That's all you need. Perfect solution. And 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 we were talking about com- uh, competition earlier. And as I see this happening, I have to believe that the Google Chromebook is pushing a lot of this. Absolutely. The, the, you know, the Chromebooks now, I, I'm looking at the Chromebooks, the, and HP has a Chromebook in their lineup. Um, Samsung, Asus, Acer, almost nearly everybody and they're running anywhere from 100 bucks to 300 and if you put 300 into a chromebook you have a computer i mean, it's it's amazing the equipment that you're getting well and not only that Doug, w- with that 32 gigs of storage that this gentleman had on that particular uh piece that he brought to you to get set up mm-hmm. you, you can download a movie or two if you're going to travel and be on a plane i mean there there's still room uh, you know, to to have some of that stuff available. Well, there really is. When I got this thing all done, um, and I put Labray Office on it, and I kind of stripped back some of the some of the bloatware that comes with Windows, um, and we're using Windows Defender, so I didn't have to add any antivirus. I didn't leave any extra files on there. I had him down below seventeen gigabytes, so that left o- almost twenty gigs for him to put on for data. Now with a Gmail account. He'll have another 25 gigs up in the clouds. That really, really should be sufficient. Yeah. You know, unless you're duplicating pictures four, five, six, eight times, and that it's it will be helpful to be organized. But that really, no question in my mind, if he's conservative and organized, it will be great plenty. All right. Uh, er, earlier in the show, we were talking about planned obsolescence. I got to bring in. Uh, that in theory they could build a toaster that would last a lifetime. Exactly. Uh, the texture said a toaster that lasts forever would cost forty five thousand dollars. Well, it's definitely going to raise the price. <laughs> I, I think forty five hundred might do it. <laughs> I don't even think you'd have to go that high yeah. to get a toaster that would run forever. Anyway, I, I thought I got a kick out of that one. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Um, is there any starter kits or anything you'd recommend to start with when making a smart home? We're seeing more and more Bluetooth technology, et cetera. There's a lot of products out there. I know AT&T has a product line. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Um, I don't know, Doug, when, when it comes to smart home stuff, and I mean, we're talking thermostats and uh, light switches, you name it. I am very, very impartial to the line that NEAT has come out with, N-E-A-T. That and Google Home. And in addition to that, I've done some serious research on the Samsung Home, where if you've got a Samsung television, you bring this stuff in, plug it into your plugins, 
cameras, the whole, but price for price, I, I, I really, really encourage you to do some investigating on the neat equipment. That that's probably, in my opinion, they're right there. And Google Home and Samsung would be my three favorites. At, but I, I got to say, too, I'm biased. Everybody that knows me, Steve, knows I'm biased towards Google. They know I'm biased towards Samsung. And now they know I'm biased towards neat equipment as well. But these are three great lines. The nice thing about the smart home, the way they got this thing set up in modules, you could do this thing over a period of two years, uh, put in the light switches, put in the, the door openers and closers, Put in separate cameras now and then and work this into your budget over three months to two years, and it will all coordinate just perfect. All right. Uh, Pretty slick stuff today they've got. All right. Here's another one on the planned obsolescence. Here's another text. People are into this now, aren't they? You can buy a toaster for 8 bucks at Family Dollar. If it lasts three years, you get a new one for another 8 bucks. See, but can, but that wasn't the point of what I was. It's <laughs> difficult to argue that. That's that's absolutely right on the money. Yeah, but that ends up in the landfill. Well, see, and that's it gets the next into thing. Into plan obsolescence. Um, the technology exists to engineer things to last a lot longer. Shouldn't have said so toaster. I, but but here's the thing, I think people have to realize that that's true as well in electronic equipment. Absolutely. I, I still have an iPhone that will, an iPhone 3 that will take a charge. You remember seeing that thing. Now it's on a shelf, and someday they're going to want that for the movies. Absolutely. You know, they're going to want, yeah. or, or an antique store someplace. Yeah, oh, that's abs- exactly right. Absolutely. That thing's in mint condition. So. Keep, keep it that way. Anyway, but thanks for all the text on that. It's a lot of fun. All right, uh, after running CCleaner, the program asks if I'm sure I want to delete all listed files. As a rookie, how do I know which ones to delete? I believe that you can trust CCleaner to the nth degree. I've never had an issue with that. When I first started running CCleaner, I worried about that as well. Research these files, but keep in mind, the majority, if you look over on the left column of the cleaning process... They're temp files, they're cache files, they're internet history. Now, if you're the kind of person who surfs the net and then goes to your history to re- to get back to a site that you were, you may want to uncheck that box. But normally, one thing I can tell you, you're not going to cause any damage to your operating system. Okay. I am very confident in CCleaner on that particular aspect, so... Uh, Hit the delete and let the good times roll. All right, uh, follow up on CCleaner from another texter. Um, is it okay to use CCleaner on Windows 10? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there isn't a computer that comes into my house that doesn't leave with, without CCleaner. We, you know, whether it's a Mac, a Windows machine, it's not available for Linux, it's not necessary. But these, yeah, if you got a Mac or a Windows machine, especially a Windows machine, the seven, eight, ten—it doesn't matter. You should have it on every, every Windows machine. Should be running CCleaner. All right, we have time for another quick call or two. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Eric Nelson, ask the expert. Starting at two o'clock, I got to run out of here today at two. But Eric, in with as the expert, a fitness, a fitness guru in studio next hour with E. So as you set those New Year's resolutions, you want to. 
Tune into that coming up between 2 and 3 o'clock today. And our text line, great way to go, 81807. That is 81807. From our text line, CenturyLink said they're adding vectoring in my area, and my new $250 Netgear D7000 modem router may not work, and they sent me one of their models. What's going on? And have you heard about vectoring? Yeah, this is uh, this is a little bit strange, and I'm just starting to get into this. My understanding is, is they're actually going to be able to channel more bandwidth to specific neighborhoods, and this is to, to give an upscale to the PRISM customers. Um, now, be aware that both Comcast and CenturyLink, they're going to start rolling out. In fact, Comcast already has it, and so does CenturyLink in some areas. They're going to start rolling out a gigabit Internet speed. I have actually tested both the, the Xfinity and the CenturyLink, and at this particular point, my finding is is that it might be a little premature because nobody at the other end has it. You're going to get the speed, but you're not going to actually be running a gigabit all the time because all the modems and routers and all the linking equipment and tunneling equipment between you and the end site and the end site they're just not capable of running that type of, of, of gigabit speed. So at this point, I might hold off on that particular gigabyte thing. Vectoring. Vectoring is kind of a, kind of a strange challenge. And I think what they're attempting to do here is roll out IP version 6, which really shouldn't have affected your modem or router. I think when it comes to your particular router, your Netgear, they're going to need to update the firmware in their modem slash routers. And they can't do that with yours because it's a privately owned thing. Uh, but it's um, I'm just starting to study on this now, so I can't really give you a complete answer. Yeah, and from the CenturyLink site, here's what they say. VDSL, VDSL, VDSL2 is an access technology that allows CenturyLink to provide faster Internet speeds compared to ADSL over copper lines. And that's probably what you have coming into your house. If you had phone service uh, with CenturyLink and before that, Quest and U.S. West and on down the line. Um, once again, it's a technology that significantly approves performance by canceling interference and crosstalk between copper lines in a cable bundle. So what they're trying to do is squeeze more stuff into that pipe that already exists. So. By, 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 by reducing noise. Yep. Yeah, people don't realize this, but we used to get a 56K modem. And when 56K modems came out, oh, that was a big deal because you doubled your speed. Well, a telephone line was actually split in half. You would talk and receive the signal under half that pipe, and the other half the pipe was absorbing noise and static. So with this VDSL, they're actually taking out that noise on both ends with separate equipment and using that full pipe. So it's kind of an interesting technology. All right. And uh, once again, they're trying to get uh, more out of uh, the infrastructure that exists. All right. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll visit with Ed. We'll put a wrap on Tech Talk. Of course, Doug will be back next Saturday 
between 1 and 2 o'clock here on CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. A few minutes left in the program today. Doug Swinhart in studio. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring in Ed. Uh, Ed, uh, time is tight. Go quick. Hi. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Windows 10 installed a kind of a large update to my computer. Yes. Ever since then, there's two things that happen. Number one is running Sea Cleaner. I use Firefox all the time. Running Sea Cleaner, he's always finding Internet Explorer cookies, like Internet Explorer had been activated, but I yes. never activated it. Yes. And also, I found out somebody installed a vast software on my computer, which I never asked for. So yeah, it probably came, probably came buried deep in your computer. I'm going to need you to give me a call either later today. I should be home about 3.30. If we don't connect up, give me a call next week after Christmas. I'll connect up to you and get you taken care of in minutes. I know exactly what you're dealing with. A little bit lengthy to go in on the show. Thank you for the call, and I look forward to working with you. All right. uh, Good call. We've got a couple of minutes left. Let's go back to the text lines here real quickly. Uh, If you have printers that are five years old or older, and Windows 10 machines, can they be updated in any way to work, or should I just get a new printer? And printers can be tricky with drivers, etc. They can. Now, Windows 10 seems to be the most forgiving of other Windows operating systems. If you have an HP or an Epson, generally speaking, you should be okay. And in fact... If you've got an updated computer from 7 or 8 to 10 and you're having trouble with those printers, I have discovered that a fresh install of Windows 10 and simply plugging them in or finding them again on the Wi-Fi, Windows 10 finds the correct drivers and they just run. Now, you should be aware of this as well. Last week, a past customer of mine replaced her HP Envy. She went down and she got a beautiful printer, Stevie, $58. Wow. So, you know, I got to say, you know, I can't put a a dollar value on your frustration, but my frustration would be worth more than 60 bucks. So I would probably, instead of messing around more than an hour or so, I'd just go pick up a new printer. And this is a nice printer. And I think she picked it up at Best Buy. I'm not sure. Either there or Office Max. But it was like 58 bucks. Beautiful printer. All right, we've got to run. Uh, first of all, uh, Merry Christmas, Doug, to you and your family. Uh, we will see you in a week. What is your email, phone number, et cetera? Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. And, Happy holidays, Steve. You know, Doug, uh, before we run, have you got all your shopping done, or are you going to be running around this afternoon? Dude, I am an Amazon Prime customer. Oh, all right. Mine's been done for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the the news, I don't know if you heard it earlier, but uh, the big uh, FedEx weather problem and all those packages that uh, were guaranteed delivered today, they had some problems out of their Memphis hub, and uh, there's... uh, more on that coming up. In wow, the news no, I didn't hear that. I got yeah. to. I got to pay attention. Yeah, so keep your fingers crossed. If something's coming by a FedEx and was going through Memphis, 
last night. So anyway, uh, Doug, always great to see you once again. Email and phone number again. Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCO Tech, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. And happy holidays. All right. Next Saturday, our final Tech Talk show of 2017. Doug will be in studio between 1 and 2 o'clock here on CCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.